Should we uh, should we hit record? You hit the record, right? Yeah. Didn't you just hear it say recording in progress? Yeah, I guess that's I the first time I've ever heard it say that. Yeah, recording that in progress. About? I don't recording know. Recording in progress. Um, yeah, yeah, so, so what's so this i just thought we'd let them know that what we're doing here is this is a special holiday edition right (laughs) (laughs) this is the lazy ollie and scott edition of an already lazy show (laughs) no we're just going to record the show before the show which is like us usually just hanging out and talking and saying yeah hey what's going on shooting the breeze a little bit you know so if you thought we were boring before (laughs) now now you're gonna see where the real magic doesn't happen This is like completely low key, right? <laughs> old guys on the porch. Like, look at that truck. I haven't Back seen a truck in my like day. that in years. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's great. old Billy. Yeah, so you you came down this weekend and we got to get together, you know, yeah. which is kind of cool, you know. It was cool. We got to be in the same physical space together, which we don't very often get no, to not do. Not very often. And we went to uh the the Troegs Brewing for yeah. dinner. Ollie's yeah. home away from home. <laughs> I don't know if we we want to go that far. Well, I mean, you walk in and all the employees are like, Ollie. <laughs> they may do that. <laughs> Only because they know my children who uh, work who have worked yeah. there over the years. So mm-hmm. that's it. It's not because of uh, my frequency of that place. No, 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 it <laughs> no. It couldn't possibly be the fact that you're there like six nights a week. No, but... <laughs> six nights a week. Oh, I don't on. even know what you're talking about. That's preposterous. <laughs> oh, that's and then you were at the, hyperbole. You, you were at a conference yesterday. Yeah. And I was at go. the SAS conference, which, in fairness, I don't know about the name of that. SAS conference. Uh, I've never been a fan of it's it's standard aligned system. Standard aligned system. It's not that it's not that I object to that part of it. It's just like, where are you going? I'm going to the SAS conference. Like, what are you gonna do there? Like learn how to SAS people? I know some people who could uh organize a SAS conference. Well, I don't know what that means. Oh, I, now I did. Now now I gotcha. I'm I'm I gotcha. They are Keep full music. of SAS. Yeah. Trying to explain it there for you, brother. Yeah, it was my first time at the SAS conference. It was, it was, uh, I, I was certainly, imp- I mean, it is a big conference. It is at the Hershey Lodge and Convention Center, and there are a lot of people there. Um, so I was, I was only there briefly because, um, because it's the last week of the semester and, and, uh, not such a great time to, to do that, to be away from right. the, from the office for three days. But, um, but yeah, it was, it was cool. I think our session went really well. Um, and what did you present on? What did you do? Um, we did sort of our. I I, I did. Colleen was on the schedule four times, so I sort of took the lead on our session. Um, so Colleen is shit for the people who don't know. This is like, yeah. What what do they do in? What do they do in the uh, smart thinking? Well, not smart thinking. Smartless the, for smart, uh, Tracy for, for Tracy. For, yeah, for Tracy. Yeah, for Tracy. Uh, Colleen Epler-Roos, one of our squad, one of our people who is part of the professional learning we're doing, and my former doctoral student who's now works at an intermediate unit. Um, So she she and I were ostensibly presenting together, but I completely took over and just did it all myself because I'm a megalomaniac. Um, (laughs) And so... So and you we, presented something on like the other right answers kind of thing, or yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, it's you know, you and I have been refining versions of this, or the whole group, right. but particularly you and I, and and I think I've got it now. It's getting better and better each time. But this one um, was really just trying. I mean, the foundation is like, 
why, why should we change how we think about science teaching and what have the new standards got to do with that? And it, it tries to reverse the causality, right? So when you're with folks, they're like, well, what do we got to do with these new standards? What do we got to change? Like, aren't we already aligned? What It's like, well, let's take a step back and say, well, how do we really want to teach science? And then in what ways do the standards align to that? And how can, how can the standards help us do what something we actually want to do instead of seeing the standards as something that are being imposed upon us that we have to sort of suffer and, and do our best to, you know, make work. Why not see it as an opportunity to change the way that we think about teaching, but, or change the way that we're teaching. But first you got to, I mean, my big point in this presentation is like, people got to want to change. Like you can't, you know, this is the McRaney stuff that you and I talk about all the time, but you can't, you can't, make people change. People have to want to change. So how do you get them to think about why they might want to change? And and that's really what the session was about. Why might you want to think about changing science teaching? Um, and and I think it's, I think, you know, we're, and, and linking that specifically to the science and engineering practices. Like that's the big thing that's changed, right? Is right. like the content's the content. Like the stuff we taught in high school when we were teaching high school 20 years ago is the same that was being taught in 1950 with a few changes, right? Not much. The content right. is basically the content. So these new standards are really about doing new stuff. So that's what, yeah. Practice. It's, good, it's about practice. About practice. <laughs> Did you have a good attendance? Like, was there a lot of people there? Was it like a it was packed. house? They had to bring in extra chairs and they- Are you they, serious? Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that there were awesome. there were a ton of people there, and uh, and, and everybody I, was everybody was great and participated. I think that and, says that there's not enough people having this conversation, right? And and, yeah. and people are like going, oh gosh, what do we do with this, right? Yeah, well, I think people are in a panic about it, right? If we're right. honest, is these new standards are coming? They know they're coming, and they don't know what to do about it. But this, yeah, this is an interesting audience because we, you know, our usual audience is the IU people, and these folks are mostly working leaders, in school right? districts. Yeah, they're mo- mostly leaders, curriculum directors, superintendents, assistant superintendents, building principals. Um, there definitely are some teachers there, but they're they're fewer and farther between um so it's a it's a really interesting group and you know the the um new new ish um Khaled uh, Mumin who's the new um uh secretary of education he spoke and he's really interesting dynamic speaker he was at Reading um yeah. as superintendent and we were trying to set up a teacher in residence thing with him there and before he dipped for the for bigger bigger pond so yeah he's gonna he's gonna be a a, he's gonna be like a a national you know dude he's gonna be a national guy like uh, on on the like department of education he's gonna be at that level you know sure like he's he's on that trajectory and and i've seen him speak you know i didn't see him speak at the sassy conference i'm just gonna call it that the sassy that's fine you do that i'm gonna do it why not? Yeah, Who's going to stop me? Not you. Not, not me. Not, no. I mean, I guess I could actually, since I'm recording it, I could mute you. <laughs> right. You could. <laughs> the sassy conference. But I've seen him speak in other forums and he's like really a thoughtful dude, you yeah. know? And yeah. that's, that's always, I always uh, worry about people who are, you know, in those positions because they're overly like political or, you know, they're super polished and they have, yep. you know, they just, Toe in the party line and not really saying anything. Yeah, and it's great to see somebody who's in that role because they've been, you know, they've walked the walk. They've been teachers. They've been at the, you know, yeah. 
the classroom level and that's always cool to see you know yeah um yeah no he was great and uh yeah i mean it was it was just a very different experience to what i'm used to um went to a session about ai which you would have been interested in though i think i don't know how much i learned there but uh who was the presenter it was it was a couple of lawyers um from from a local philadelphia law firm they were talking about sort of the legal issues around ai and the first time about copyright um nope they were mostly uh, talking about it in the context of like school law, like how do we yeah. figure out what to do with um, cheating? You know, yeah, <laughs> student policies more generally. I mean, they tried to get uh, away, but there's some fascinating stuff, man. Like one of the things they said that because the first guy was sort of did an overview of what AI was and why we should think about it, and then the second guy was more focused on schools. And he was one thing that I is unrelated sort of to AI, but I thought was really interesting is you don't have to negotiate with. Um, with collective bargaining units if around technology, which is fascinating. So he's like this, he was talking about the specific school that started implementing um, robotic custodians that like clean the floors and they don't have to negotiate with the custodians. They can just put them in because it's considered technology. It's not, it's not, um, it's not a uh, labor issue. So it's like, wow. So what is AI going to mean? Wow. If you can't negotiate around technology and AI has like the potential to, you know, replace teachers or at least aspects of teaching. Right. right. But you don't have to negotiate it because it's not a labor issue. So you can just put wow. it in place without talking to your collective bargaining units. That You know what that is? That's sassy. That's, that was sassy. <laughs> Somebody in the back was like, I have to leave this this session. That's so sassy. That's, that's I have too to leave. sassy for me. Yeah. Wow. Oh, up to my eyeballs and sassy. I can't <laughs> gotta go take a shower. Yeah. Well, I, I see, you know, in the short term, like one of the things we're talking about in Millersville is is uh doing some, you know, tutoring around yeah. uh using AI for tutoring. Like and there's some tutoring services that are, you know, services applications yeah. technologies that'll do you know and so i i wonder because i mean that's going to impact stu- like we have a lot of students on campus who work as tutors you know yeah so yeah no it's yeah it's it's definitely coming for people's jobs so the question is whose jobs are is it coming for but certainly uh being a plumber or a carpenter is looking like a much better gig these days yeah. pay a lot of money and Right now, they're that's not. I mean, at some point, we'll we'll have robots that'll be able to do that stuff too. So, it's, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I live in a house that was built in the nineteen twenties. We've been having some yeah. folks come out looking look at it, doing some work. And I'll tell you, if if a robot could solve some of the problems that these guys have to do when they come into an old house, gosh. Like, yeah, no, I, I'm not. I'm thinking more new construction. I mean, between sure. 3D printing and robots yeah. and AI and all that stuff, like pretty soon we'll just like go. It'll be like, it'll be like we do with 3D printing now, right? You just go find a, a house design you like, you tell it where it has to go, and it just comes out and 3D prints your house for you, and you walk in the next day and you got a house. Yeah, it's all uh, wired I, and everything. Yeah, I've seen I've seen that, that on wired because I just made yeah. that up. No, 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 it's not. It's, it's, I think it's real. That's a real thing. Well, I know you can, I know you can like print concrete houses and stuff like that. I hadn't, but yeah, interesting. Yeah. It's just a matter of time. Only a matter of time. That's, that's a very old man. Oh, they're going to replace all of us with a. That won't be in my time, though. (laughs) I'm, I'm teetering on the edge. I love our old man voices because yeah. we don't think we sound like old men already that no, we need to no. 
That's right. We want to be clear that these are our young old man voices. <laughs> right. Yes. And eventually we're going to have the old old man voices, which sound very different. Which, you know, I don't know many old men who actually like my father-in-law, who's in, well in his 70s, doesn't sound like that. He doesn't no. sound like, you know, and does your dad, your dad's I, like. No. 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 So no, who is not. this person who actually I don't talks know. like. He's, he's uh, you know, he's he's some hundred year old like person from like Carol Burnett show or something. Sure. Yeah, which everybody yeah, there's, knows. There's there's a current reference. <laughs> Tracy Ullman show, right? Uh, uh, that jumped, oh, in, jumped know, a few yeah, decades. For decades, it. yeah, but not much. Yeah. Uh, in living color, no, uh-uh. no, nope, not doing it. <laughs> all that you're doing is using outdated, all outdated uh. references. <laughs> yeah, the Jackie Gleason show. <laughs> well, the Sunny and Cher show. That was a show. <laughs> Wow, that's so good. That yeah. is so good. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, the when we were at uh when we were out to dinner, it was like the mini sassy conference because there's so many yeah. people. That's true. Yeah, because it's not too far from the the Hershey Lodge and Convention Center. And uh there was just like so many people there that were like, you know, sassy. Sassy. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, you were going around, you know, you were talking about me being like the, the mayor. You were walking around kissing, kissing babies. One person, no, it was like you were like Andy. a rock. You're you're like a rock star <laughs> oh, walking around, shaking hands, kissing uh, babies. Yeah, it's right. like uh, come on like, to the to the one person I knew. <laughs> yeah, shout like, out to Allison oh, that... Ambrosia. She's listening. Yeah, is that Scott McDonald? <laughs> yeah. There was a lineup. People trying to tear my clothes yeah. off. Like, oh yeah. my god! <laughs> it's like you know the if Beatles, the Help, yeah, you know, like running, running. And, yeah. They're all chasing you. It's With a beer in my hand, <laughs> <You're> right? <laughs> and my yeah. tandoori cod. Yeah, that was tasty. It was tasty. Yeah, and I had that. Foods the, the, are good. That is no doubt. Well, this is one of the reasons why people like to go there. Is because <laughs> there's people. Reason one is the food. Reason two is the beer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's that. I, I, I hear they sense. have good food and beer. Yeah. So so we we know what our joy is for this episode, <laughs> which is Trogues brewing food and and uh, and drink and and, and yeah and, and stuff and and the employees that celebrate um, Ollie and the guests that celebrate me. So that you know, it's it was a perfect evening in that regard. Just because we I got a fist bump or two doesn't mean anything, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. And again, it's because my children. You know, my my daughter worked there for like five years, and so I walk in there, and everyone's they don't know me as Ollie; they know me as Olivia's dad. Uh, sure. They set off the party horn. The big yeah. board shows Ooh, Ollie's yeah. in the house. <laughs> no. <laughs> like wait, what? They only know me as somebody else's, you know, relative. You know. Olivia and Enzo's dad. That's exactly right. Which is, you know what? Fine with me. Fine it's with fine me. With, that's totally cool. Because if my my kids are, you know, cool enough that people are like, hey, are you so-and-so's dad? Yeah. Then, you know. As long as they give you your special table in the corner where you always right. sit and <laughs> yeah, they bring you your regular meal and drink. <laughs> that does not happen. That does not happen. There are Ooh, no special the, privileges. <laughs> oh, the Drayon table. <laughs> Clear the riffraff off it because Ali has arrived. Yeah, no, that does not happen. No, I, and it's not like there's special tables there. There's just tables. Well, you know? except for your table, which has a, it always has a reserve sign. <laughs> yes, all right, exactly. Yeah. No, that's not happening. No. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So th- this is the show before the show. Yeah. Does that it's, mean we're done already? 
No, I don't know. It's a short show. I'm just like making making sure the audience knows that this is like sort of the the top. I know, but I was circling back, you know, (laughs) because we don't ever do this, Scott. (laughs) For those of you who are willing to hang in for 15 minutes while we rambled about whatever the hell we felt like talking about, food conferences. Let us clarify again. Yeah, yeah. dummies. It, It is weird to be like to to actually throw this out there into the world, you know? Yeah. It is. I, maybe this air. Maybe this will never air. Maybe this will just. Be, it'll go into the vault. It'll never air. <laughs> maybe. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> or so. E- here's my prediction. It will either spike our listenership massively, or, or torpedo it, <laughs> or spike our <laughs> spike our listenership in the other direction dramatically. So well, one I don't know. Another, there's there's so many like there's so many like this is you know, two guy podcast, like two, two people yeah. talking podcast. Yeah, there's almost none of those on the internet. So uh, yeah, I no, think... but a fair number of them are just, you know, two people talking and sometimes they talk about stuff and sometimes just to the, like the power of their personality, just, you know, yeah. like well, I, can, I guess yeah. I get sucked into the Kelsey brothers, you know, that, you know, the, yeah, yeah. Those guys I know are... them. yeah, I know them. Yeah. I get sucked into Taylor their Swift's pot... boyfriend and, and his brother. Uh, Yes. Yeah, they are that's, two. That's guys the way that, they are known in my household, generally speaking. Right, but these are two football players. One yeah. plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. The other one plays for the Kansas City Chiefs, and they just get together and just chat. Yeah. Like they're, and I think they just spend you know an hour or two talking. And sometimes their family members come in, and so you know it's just you know it is chaos. Yeah. I mean, I think they you know maybe plan you know, but yeah. no, I, I don't think there's and there's a um, yeah there's a documentary about. About the guy who plays for the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. Jason. Oh, Jason. 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 Yeah. And yeah. The, I, these, these are two guys that just seem like to be like, you know, yeah. outside of their athletic ability, they seem like pretty normal folk, you know? Pre- yeah. Pretty nice, generally speaking. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, like Jason met his wife on like, you know, on like a dating app, you know, <laughs> like, like it was just like, you know, yeah. Yeah. Know. yeah and, uh, you know, I mean, Right. Yeah. Taylor Swift. You're talking about Taylor Swift. No, the other guy. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Pretty sure Taylor Swift is no. not out on the, you know. She's not on uh, what, Bumblebee or, or. I have no idea. You could yeah. just be making up app yeah. names and I wouldn't I might have just made that one. I mean, yeah. If it, it sounds like, I think Bumble might be one. Yeah. Maybe. Bumble might be one, yeah. But I wouldn't know. Yeah. I'm not up on those apps. Banter. Man. That's the one I know. That's the fictional one from Ted Lasso. But oh, that's right. Yeah. I was like, oh, that sounds no like pictures. one too. Oh, that's yeah. why. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why. Because it is, but it's not. <laughs> no. At the same it, time. Yeah. It's out there in the you know yeah. fictional world of pretendiverse of, yeah. of Ted Lasso. Yeah. The great philosopher of our time. <laughs> <laughs> Which you know what. I totally get sucked into every time it comes up like on my Instagram feed of like some, you know, clip of, you know, Ted Lasso or, you know, I, I, I've watched yeah. that curious, uh, be curious, not judgmental. Yeah. I've watched that clip literally a thousand yeah. times. Yep. Like no doubt a yeah. thousand times. Yeah. Amazing. And it makes me cry every time like a big giant baby. I'm, <laughs> I'm sad. I mean, sad that no, I'm not sad. Because it doesn't make I, I, I'm crying tears of joy for how brilliant it is. Yeah, but yeah, be so happy good. it happened. Don't be yeah. sad. Be happy yeah. it happened. I was happy, but they were tears of joy. Yeah, 
Like I get, I totally get sucked in. And like, I watched the, uh, the, uh, Hannah Waddlingham. Is that her last name? Oh, Waddington. Waddington, Waddingham. I think there's a ham at the end. There's no ham. You sure? I, I, I think they're Hannah Waddingham. It is Waddingham. Mm -hmm. Okay. It is. It is. There's a ham. All right. At the end. There's a ham. Hannah Waddingham. She has a Christmas special out. Yeah, she does. And it's pretty decent. Like as yeah. Christmas specials go. I mean, if you like that kind of like variety kind of show, she's out there singing. Yeah. You know? She's an amazing here's, singer. Oh, oh my gosh. Here's here's a hot take. You want you ready for a hot take? I can hardly wait. Okay, so if you watch that episode if you watch the Hannah Waddingham Christmas show. Yeah. Right. Hannah Waddingham. Hannah Waddingham. 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 Yep, I'm with you. I want you to think who framed Roger Rod- Rabbit. That's what I want you to think. Okay. All right. Okay. Because, you know, Jessica Rabbit. She's got a Jessica Rabbit thing going. Okay. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to react to that. Jessica. I don't know. I'm just, the, it, it's You're just saying. It's just a, it's just uh-huh. an observation. Like, you know, uh-huh. I was, I was, I was standing there watching it with my wife or sitting there watching it with my wife. And I went, Jessica Rabbit. And my wife went, boom you just blew my mind right yeah okay there it is so Um, you're now googling jessica rabbit jessica rabbit no i do not need to because just like donnie marie osmond jessica rabbit is it just lives rent free in my brain i don't need to look look her up on the Uh, again that's a really relevant you know up-to-date cultural that's that's why i tried to do that I (laughs) i tried to pick something that all the kids would know about I mean, I yeah. could say Noah Khan or something, but then people would think. I, don't, I, I have no idea who that is. You don't know who Noah Khan is? No, no idea. Good good for you. You're the yeah. music guy and you don't know who Noah Khan is? No. Season of Sticks? Stick season. Stick season, not season of sticks. Stick season. Yeah, I don't know who that is. The singer-songwriter. I think he, he's New Hampshire, right? Yeah, New Hampshire, not Vermont. You'd like him. He's good stuff. No, how do you spell no like last name? Khan. Uh, K A H A N. Maybe. Okay, uh, there it is. Yeah. yeah huh? you'd, li- you'd like him. Uh, probably, his... I, I bet is is the hit singles. It's stick season, right? I'm trying to oh. sing the song in my head. Oh, you're killing me now, Smalls. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Stick season. Yeah. That's what it is. 2022. Yeah. I, I'll bet you a hundred bucks you've heard that song. Maybe. Yeah. You can listen to it later and let me know. Uh, I will check it out. Yeah. He's he's quite excellent. Quite excellent. Yep. But we're not yeah. doing jo- – well, we could have. That's my joy for this. Is that your joy just like that? Sure. You're, Why not? You're put, put that out there. I mean, I, I got another one for later, so this is good. I, I think I, we're going to go with Noah Khan. He's right. he, Yeah, he's good. My, my uh, eldest child – Shout out to Grace if she's out there listening. Uh, in case you, I, I'm, you pr- I'm going to say her. I'm going to go on record that says she is not listening. She's not listening. Um, but my, you may know her, my child Grace um, saw Noah Khan uh, up in Saratoga Springs, New York, and oh. re- really quite enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, that's that's great. I have to ask so, the, the kids, the kiddies, yeah. if they he, he's on a tour right now. So if you want to travel to Paris, France. Yeah, I mean, he's why playing not? in fe- February. Um, he's also in Berlin. And okay. I'm going to read Noah Khan's website. No, no. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying he's touring. So if you yeah. want to go, maybe no. you and Grace could go to Amsterdam in August. You know, there you go. I'd go to Amsterdam in August. 
You ever been to Amsterdam? I have. I like it's Amsterdam. pretty. It's it's pretty cool. It's a bike pretty, city, dude. It's right up it, my alley. It, uh, it is. It is an intimidating bike city. <laughs> yeah, there's like gajillions of bikes. <laughs> like you have to have your head on a swivel, you know. Yep, and that's that's like one of those things I didn't know existed and <clears throat> until Instagram came along, which is the dread. Have you seen when they dredge the the um, canals in Amsterdam with these? They have like bespoke, made for dredging bicycles, essentially. Um, things that go in the canals of Amsterdam and they, they just have this crane arm and they stick it down in the, in the, in the uh, canal and pull it up and shake it. And it's just like got 10 bikes on it and they toss it in a, on a, a little barge next to it. And they just go up and down the canals all day because people just chuck bikes in or, or they wow. lose bikes inadvertently, I guess, but probably mostly people steal them and then throw them in the water. I don't know. Crazy. And I, I think that the biking culture in Amsterdam is actually like a pretty recent thing, like historically. It only goes back, like, I think, you know, a couple decades, like maybe like to the like like 60s and 70s. Oh, I thought and it was more like just post-World War II, but maybe it's. Maybe and it's I early. think, and I don't know of this, like for sure, but I think John, John Lennon might have played a role in that. Maybe. Okay. Maybe I'm just like totally out there. But huh. that's something to fact check. Well, we should have a fact it checker. Ha- it was you knew it was Han- Hannah Waddingham and not Hannah Waddington, so you get credit right. for that. So already, I think you put I think you put it like a, a, a an L in there too. Waddington, I think you. I, you, I think, I, I, I now, think you now did. You're just being mean. <laughs> no, I'm not being mean. <laughs> yeah. <spirit> at all. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. The people know. That's why yeah. we have them listening, so that they can send me <laughs> condolence emails and sympathy emails. Are you and getting lots so, of those? I am. I don't tell you about them because I don't want to hurt your feelings because because <laughs> I have a lot of empathy, whereas you you are a cruel, <laughs> cruel man. Just Look, it's just candor. Candor is care. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> that's that's what the real mean people disguise it as. I'm just being honest. Yeah, that's right. So that, I guess if I, I that should dress I should, makes your butt look big. It's like I'm just being honest. Yeah, mm. I guess I I should share a joy if we're gonna like do some joys and wrapping oh, up. I don't know. Sure. So yeah. mine's mine's uh, Noah Khan. Go listen Noah, and Noah Khan. Yeah, and if you and if you don't don't know where to start, start with Stick Season. Because I I think I know. Noah. Looking at his, his song repertoire, his oeuvre, <laughs> his oeuvre. <laughs> Uh, hurt somebody. I think I know oh, that song. Yeah. yeah, that was his breakout single. Breakout single. Yeah, yeah. you probably know that one then too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh yeah. No con. Mine, I think, is going to be like uh, uh, we just finished up the Great British Baking Show just a few weeks ago. Oh, sure. And this past season was, I think, my all-time favorite season. Like, I was legitimately like, usually I go, okay, this is going to hit win. This yeah. is the guy, the person who's going to win. Uh I was legitimately surprised by the winner of the season. I won't say who it is, just in case no, people are going to watch don't. it. No but it was like, li- like I jumped out, like I physically jumped out of my my seat and went, <laughs> "Yes! Oh my gosh!" I was so excited. But that's really like that's only leading into my joy because the other thing that the Great British Baking Show does, which is the Bake Off, if you're in, uh, if you're listening in 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 Europe or in, you know. England. Places where it's named the Bake Off. Yes, it's the Bake yeah. Off. There, I understand. Because I was at a conference once where I met somebody who was from England, and I called it the Great Great British Baking Show, and she was like, "It's called Bake Off." She like corrected yeah. me. I mean, she yeah. was super nice about it, right? Yeah. And I'm sure. like, "Do you watch the Great British Baking Show?" She goes, "Yes, I watch Bake Off." 
I'm like, uh. <laughs> I'm just being candid with you. Yes. Yes. That's right. <laughs> However, uh, the, uh, they also have a, a holiday, like a two uh-huh. episode yeah. holiday season, mm-hmm. which is usually like, it's just, like, it's just fun. It's just fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they always like, they, they'll have somebody, you know, they'll do a wreath. Like, yeah. like the, the, one of the challenges will always be like some sort of wreath. They have to make a wreath, wreath out of meringue. That was the episode I just watched. I know. And did you, were was, you angry? We're like, I was of angry. all the things you're going to make. Out of, you're going to make it out of meringue. I was like, come on. You can eat the whole wreath in one sitting and won't even feel like you ate it. Yeah. Yeah. But, and then the other thing that they always make is like, somebody has to make a Yule log, which I'm oh, a fan. I, lo- I love a Yule log. Yeah. With all the little I, mushrooms and stuff on it and uh, all the uh, little leaves and Oh uh, yeah. I like that was I will say um when we were traveling last year for Christmas when we we got to see them make you logs cuz yeah like you could just walk around and at the the bakeries and pizza series uh you could watch them make their things in the windows. Are you going to yeah. laugh at me trying to say No. No. no, I'm not. I'm laughing at you like wandering around Paris watching people make you logs. I I stood and watched someone make I stood for I'm a sure good solid fifteen minutes. Absolutely yeah. fifteen minutes watching them make your logs. I no doubt. No, and then I, I, there was another time where I was watching them make nougat. Like ooh, like nougat. Yeah. I know nougat. what nougat is, but saying it over and over again definitely improves oh. my understanding. It's like being <laughs> in science class. Momentum, momentum, <laughs> momentum. Yes, nougat. nougat? Ooh, the nougat. We came home with some nougat. It was so good. Uh, which you know what? It's like nougat, it's nougat importers. I, I'm gonna. I bet there are. Like, but apparently you are one. Is what I'm saying. If you can't, and I'm gonna say that nougat. I don't know for sure, but looking at nougat, <laughs> I'm gonna say that nougat is made from egg whites and sugar. You know, so it's a cousin of the meringue. Yeah. It. My, I'm going to say it's my favorite cousin of the meringue. It's it. It seems like it's got a lot more density to it. There, there's got to be other stuff in there, butter I, or sugar I don't know. Like, and... like I'm going to googling nougat. Googling nougat. <laughs> yes. Uh oh, there's some like that looks great. Wow. Uh, no, I was laughing at you uh, is... watching the construction of Yule logs because it reminds me of like when I got trapped on Instagram watching SB mowing, where there's some guy like <laughs> cleaning up. I'll I'll clean up your front yard for free, and then I watch oh, I do, I watch that all the time. Right? He's like, like <laughs> hey, what? don't forget to like my channel. You know, who knew <laughs> I could spend 45 minutes watching somebody else do yard work and yes. find it fascinating? But and then you like stare out there at your lawn and go, I uh, that's not not today, not today, <laughs> lawn, not today. Well, it's not it's not horrible enough looking like you feel like you need to have it completely overgrown and insane. And then, you know, SB mowing might come by and clean it up for you, but I'm sorry. I interrupted you. You're looking up nougat recipes. Yeah. I I think the main difference is the introduction of butter. I said butter. That was the first thing I said was it's got a butter in there. Nougat. Yeah. And, and you know, the French, they, they usually hold back on, they hold back on the butter. They're like, Oh no, 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 no butter. No, no, no. Merci beaucoup. Yes. Nougat. I will say we came home with a, you know, a whole big. A nugget of nougat. Yes. So my mistake, you want to know my my big mistake? Okay, I can this... hardly wait for this. All yeah. right. So this was my big mistake because we went to this big holiday market last year. And so I, um, 
we went to this one place and they they were making holiday bread, like uh-huh. different. Like I you were going to say Tootsie Roll snowballs. No, no, no. Sorry. Uh, like, yeah, they have French Tootsie Roll snowballs. N- no, <laughs> that is a, a strictly an American thing. Their yeah. friend. Um, so they were they were doing this, you know, this this holiday bread, and there was all this awesome bread. And this is they had one that was like a fig bread that I was just like, oh, this is awesome, and I mistakenly ordered. Mm. I like I held up like three fingers or something. I was trying to like oh, communicate with the person. Yeah, yeah. And I ended up buying three entire loaves instead of three slices. Oh. That's a problem. And it was very expensive. Yes. And, and did you actually, give it away to people or something? What did I you did. We, yeah. we we packed some of it, and brought it back, and gave it away. Oh, but you it was, brought it home. Okay. Yeah, we we packed it, but it was really. <laughs> It was it was an expensive mistake. Let's yeah. just say that. Packed it right next to your nougat. Yeah, we did bring back some nougat. I bet that French person knew exactly what what you were ordering. Oh, I, I maybe I don't know. I don't like to think about that. Like I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most of the French are sweet and lovely people. I agree. with They you, were but... great. I, I I would say to a person. Like every single person that yeah. we interacted with was except the one that simple. sold you three loaves of bread when you were asking for three slices. And I would say, and the, and the people who almost tried to pickpocket me while I got oh. on the the, the, the yeah, train. Yeah, those people. Yeah, those people. I w- we didn't really interact with them. They were just trying to <laughs> surprisingly. You didn't exchange numbers. And, no. Hey, will you call me later on <laughs> yeah. my phone? How about we get together? You, know? you have. If you ever in Hershey, give me a yell. Give me a yell. We'll and to I'll steal Bre- some money we'll, from you. We'll go to Trugs Brewing. No. <laughs> yeah so that's my uh the great british baking show you know yeah holiday Christmas, holiday season holiday edition holiday edition yeah i don't think okay. they're gonna make make kringles i don't think that i've watched the one episode i haven't watched the other that's yet, foolish but... they should they, they should make a wreath out of kringle now that would be a winner yeah not out of meringue Stupid. yeah meringue let me just say if you're out there and and you're have made and you love far, meringue, you've made it this far in this episode. First off, congratulations! <laughs> we applaud you. We, we applaud you. However, uh, but if you're a fan That's of meringue, fortitude. yes, then please reach out because I want to know who you are and and try to convince me. Try you know, yeah, just change my mind. <laughs> Ollie Dreon at meringue Just send him an email. Yes, that's great. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm I do expect that you're going to be in some meringue over the holiday season. I will not see. That's my point. Well, I mean, in fairness, I'll be in Arizona, and meringue is not a core. You know, much more likely to have a sopapilla than I am to have meringue, and sopapillas it's, are are an excellent dessert. What is what is in a sopapilla? A sopapilla is basically a, I think, essentially like a flour tortilla. It's not exactly because it's got. I think it's prepared slightly differently and then it's deep fried and it sort of puffs up and then you put cinnamon sugar on it and then you put it in your mouth hole. You don't, you don't put, you don't fill it with anything. Um, no, sometimes you can put, uh, you can put it with ice cream, Mm. like vanilla ice cream or maybe like a brown butter ice cream. Oh, I know. I see. Uh, uh, He uh, says uh, brown uh, butter uh. ice cream because he had the brown butter ice cream with a pecan. Pecan. Pecan, pecan, pecan tart. Yep. Uh, yep. At, at, the, at the old, yeah. At Ollie's home base, Trogsbury. Yeah. 
And that the brown butter ice cream yeah. is banging. It is it's so good. Very good. Yeah, I got to make some of that. That's going to be on my although to-do list. Currently, it's the Pitzels. I'm making. Yeah. I'm in Pitzel making mood, and also a uh, limoncello. Yeah, rocking some limoncello. Yeah. yeah, we talked. Was it? We talked about the Meyer lemon last time, right? Like the we did. We well, if by last time you mean when we were at your home base, Trogues Brewery. Together, oh, yeah. we didn't really talk about it here on the episode. No, not that I recall. I think you. I think that was a strictly speak. I don't think you talked about limoncello or Pizzelles. Maybe you talked about Pizzelles, but I don't think so. I think I think both the Pizzelles and the limoncello have been in a in what is traditionally not in the show part of the show. Oh wow. I make I make pizzelles, which is an all day affair. Like, it, do you want to save these for that actual? Yeah. Okay. No, well, I don't. Like, it, you know, maybe maybe if the people who made it to this far in the episode, this is like the little addition, a moose bouche. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. <laughs> the aperitif. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a little, but it's not meringue. It's not meringue. The uh, I make pizzelles for the uh, uh, Christmas time, so I usually make you know vanilla ones and anise ones, and it's an all day affair. It's I've been doing this for about like oh, maybe about five or six years, and I usually just give them out to people. I I bought an iron. My my mom used to do this when when we were kids, and she'd just make tons of cookies. Like the cookie table was a thing in our house. Like you would go, and yeah, there would yeah. just be tons of cookies, and she'd make little you know tins of cookies and you know, hand it out. And and my wife does a, a good bit of that too. She's a she's a uh, an expert cookie maker. Um, but pizzelles are my thing. And then the other thing I've been doing for the last, like, I don't know, maybe three or four years, I've been making limoncello. Mm-hmm. And I thought the Meyer lemon was a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought it was like, like fake news, yeah. you know, like, okay, come on. It's come a lemon. On. It's a lemon. It's just small and harder to squeeze. Right. I mean, it is, it is a, you know, a creation that's put mm-hmm. out there to make you spend more money for lemons, which is a, like a pretty pedestrian, you know, fruit. At least it's me being sarcastic. Wow. wow. I'm being sarcastic. I'm not really thinking it's a pedestrian fruit, but I wouldn't like – I didn't really understand that there were differences in lemons. Mm-hmm. But the Meyer lemon, it's it's worth it. That that lemon, yeah. it's, it's, it's awesome. That is a great lemon, you know? Yeah. I mean really the headline here though is Ollie Dreon thinks – not only all lemons are the same, but they're all pedestrian. <laughs> I was open to changing my mind, Scott. I was open to changing my mind. Well, yeah, because I, I went guess. and tried the Meyer lemons, right? I guess, yeah, sure, yeah, and yeah. they were awesome. You heard it here first, friends. Meyer lemons, not pedestrian, but awesome. Worth the cost. They come in these little bags. Oh, contraire, mon frere. Worth the cost. Buy yourself a Meyer lemon, and you will not be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I there think, you go. I think that's it. I think we're we're not. We, we can't <laughs> even do our usual sign off. No. We just have to uh, end. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. See you. No, don't do it. <laughs> no.